Hello, kids. Do you like systems? Do you like vague directions? Then today, you are going to love when I punish Danny with System of a Down. One of my absolutely all-time favorite bands? (laughs) Hi, Danny. How are (laughs) you? I'm great, Dante. How are you? I'm wondering, why did I give you System of a Down? I don't know why. Because uh, you liked them in the eighth grade. And seventh. Oh, and seventh. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was mostly (laughs) it. That was pretty much the reasoning. Well, I'm, no, that was mostly the extent of my uh, fandom, I suppose. You gave me albums from quite a, or albums, you gave me songs off of albums from quite a few years. How long were you in seventh and eighth grade? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, they only have four albums and two of them came out the same year. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like a Kill Bill situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. part one, part two, but it's like, it's really one album. Yeah, and and those those last two albums were like albums I. W- Sorry for the beep. Oh, uh, somebody um, should just learn how to make their phone not make any sounds. Wasn't wasn't my phone? My phone's on silent. Wasn't my phone? So so big. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you back that picture of your daughter flipping me off. <laughs> and now she's gonna be flipping off you, Dad. God damn it! I mean, she was. Oh hey she hey! Beginning of the episode here. What should I text my dad? We should <laughs> we should send him a we should draft a text to my dad. Okay. But by the way, last night at uh, 10 p.m. 9 p.m. his time, I texted him and uh, have not heard back. Nothing. So nothing. Nothing. N- nothing. Not not even a no. So 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 what are we thinking today? Uh, do we want to ask him about the band at all? No, he's he, he's not going to know or care. Mm. He's like he's probably heard the name, but I don't. You want to ask him to babysit my children? I don't. Mm. You don't. Mm. Loss is going to come back just being like, so here are my fantasy football rings. <laughs> no! <laughs> what have you done to my daughter? Well, you still have other, other, it's like you'll Danny. have other things to talk to her about other than, where's your cat? Someone teaches Lassa about fantasy football and Danny goes all Samuel L. Jackson in a time to kill. Uh, I don't know what to text your dad, man. You could text him. Um, well, neither do I. Clearly, like <laughs> I'm not hitting the right button, so to speak. What did you ask? Did you ask him um, about a sport thing? It so it was sports related. It mm. wasn't a question though, and maybe that's where I went wrong because uh, he may have just read it and been like, mm-hmm. "Yeah," and like, <laughs> but he he will not give you like. If it's not like a direct question where you're like pooling and mm-hmm. trying to pull out information, he will not give you any like affirmation or anything you or like or even him. confirmation that he read it. You should be like, Dad, I'm thinking about moving back home. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> then like it's going to start as a joke and then I'm going to be like, well, fuck, you know what? <laughs> that actually sounds kind of good. <laughs> we need to be even farther away from your nice day in Casper. Yeah. Be closer to you. <gasps> Sold. I'm in. When do you move? Uh, I don't know. When When do we move? <laughs> How many bedrooms that bitch got? <laughs> yeah. What? My new, our new house or your parents' house? Your new house. Our new house. Our new house. It's 
got four. Four bedrooms, baby. Yo. So boys' room, girls' room, mm-hmm. parents' room. Mm-hmm. You're, is it? Is it? It's one story, right? It's one it story. Yeah, it's one story. Not as fun because I, I like the idea of you being like, "Kids, come down for breakfast," <laughs> and then me, Lassa, and Han are like, uh, uh, like trying to like run down the stairs. Like one of us is like run so fast, like we do like that trip thing. Yep. yep. Um, I guess that's that's more of an upstairs thing where like you're running mm, so yeah. fast upstairs, like you kind of like trip, yeah, you don't like, want to trip where you're shin. running downstairs. That's that's worse. No. Then I'm just like, lots of push me, and then she's just like, no, I did, but you know she did. Yeah, yeah, she's she, fucking. She show you one of diabolical. these. <laughs> yeah, she just flips me off as I break my neck down the stairs. Um. So so that's so that's news, listening audience. Amanda and I, my wife and I, have uh, we're in escrow. I believe that, that's mm. that's the term on mm-hmm. a house on a home. It's exciting. It's stressful, as Dante has witnessed. Just not not long before we hit record on today's episode, we're like just constantly dreaming about like all the shit we want to do to the house. Just rub <laughs> rub shit all over the walls. <laughs> the house is gonna get fucking railed. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna have an office though, Dante. A room dedicated to the pod and kind of my job too, a little bit. Is, is that one of the bedrooms? That's what yeah, we, yeah. Fourth, one of them is going to be Fourth for? bedroom is going to be the office slash elliptical room. <laughs> so I can pod. So, I can pod and elliptic, ellipticize. Ellipticize? Ellipticize. Great. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait. <laughs> I I do like, I I really wish at work I had a standing desk. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I the, have, the a, I have a, like, like I, a one that sits on top of your, your desk. It just... Oh, sure. And then you, you manually like a, do it, but I want to get a, a automatic one. I like having the option. So that's that's what like if you want to sit, you can. Yep. I see. I don't even think you should give yourself the option because then that's just it's going to be a sitting desk like in no time. <laughs> I remember when I worked at Apple, the, all the desks were sit stand, and you could adjust it. And I was super into the standing at first, and then mm-hmm. over the two years I worked there, it was getting lower and lower and lower into where I was just like laying on the fucking floor at some point. You wonder why your posture is bad. It's because like you keep lowering that desk and like <laughs> your shoulders keep like meeting yep, your ears. Yep. We don't really have any small talk this episode. We I don't think we have any banter. I suppose not. We could talk for, I mean, a, a good half hour about Mortal Kombat some more if you want. Like we did on the Nico Case episode, <laughs> you you did watch the original. I watched a few the original. Equal. You said you liked it. I liked it the same. Equally as bad. Equally as good as as the new one. There's there's more fighting. I feel like in the old one. Yeah, yeah. It's cornier though. It's, it's like it's very. Corny. It's more like kitsch or whatever. I don't understand who made the decision to cast a a white person as Raiden. I bet you it was uh, another white person. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> he was kind of the worst, but also did just no, as much. No, he wasn't. Did, no, he wasn't. It, he did just as much as the Raiden in the new one, but then he just had that weird voice, and he looks like fucking Tim Robbins, but it's not Tim Robbins. Do you know who it is? I looked him up, and I 
recognize some of the stuff that he'd been in, but I don't remember. Am I thinking? Isn't it? Oh, see, n- now I'm going to get it wrong. It's either. Is it David Carradine? I think so. I thought it, that sounds right. Let or me, is it Keith? I'm looking up right now. It's for sure a Carradine. And yes, they should not have uh, cast a white Raiden. That aside, I'll take. Christopher Lambert. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Who did I say? Tim right, something or other? You said Tim Robbins, and I said one of the Carradines. Okay, I was right. It does look like Tim Robbins. Name. Yeah. No, you are, you're absolutely right. Uh, Why the fuck did I think it was a Carradine? I don't know. Christopher Lambert. Yeah, of um, Highlander fame, right? Uh, oh, yeah, I think so. I'm going to be wrong. Yeah, Highlander. Okay, cool. And Beowulf. I mean, yeah, I liked Liu Kang better in, in the original movie than the like uh, late aughts emo boy version of Liu Kang that was in the new movie. Yeah. <laughs> Looked like he was in that, that band Escape the Fate or whatever. <laughs> well, like Liu Kang didn't have anything to do in the new one. He wasn't as big of a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, like, uh, am I remembering the original right? Where he, he's pretty much the main character, right? He's the main character. Yeah, yeah. and so he and just Sonya has Blade more to do. is is kind of a main character. She's like on a revenge quest. Yes. Okay. We were talking about this on the Nico Case episode about mm. her like leg lock thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did it. She did it. And I remember always thinking it was gross that the guy she kills, like he like spits. Oh, like he dies and it's like, like spits comes out of his oh, mouth. I don't remember like, that. Ew. Yeah, it's gross. Kano is super creepy. Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion were a, a huge fucking letdown. They're just like pawns for uh, the Bane bad guy, Shang, Shang Tsung. Yeah, that was the cool thing about the new one is that they were like... Badass. You know, yeah, they were both awesome and like very much mm-hmm. at the forefront of the story where, yeah, they were... They could have been anyone in the yeah. old movie. Kano was super creepy. It, he was just like being a fucking creep to Sonya Blade the whole time because he had like killed her partner or fucking whatever. But then was just being like, I don't know, being all date rapey toward her. It was gross. Is that who she kills? Yeah, I think she does kill him. Okay. So... I, I couldn't remember that, so I guess that was... Because I do think she gets him in the leg lock for just like a brief second in the new one. Mm-hmm. And maybe that must be a nod to... Yeah, probably. How she how she kills him in the first one. And uh, their attempt at CG with Reptile. <laughs> do you remember Reptile in the, in the original movie? The like fucking cartoon? I don't. I'm going to Google that really quick. Oh, look it but up. You, it's you, horrible. I but didn't then they, even... they, 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 he turns into a person and he, he fights. Uh, I can't remember who he fights, Johnny Cage or Luke Kang, or I don't remember who he fights, but so he turns into like, and he wears the, that same garb that, um, mm-hmm. Scorpion and, and, uh, the other guy wears. So does Hero. God. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the movies are on par with each other. There's no blood. You're, you're, that one's on um, Super Nintendo, right? Super Nintendo didn't have any blood. Is that right? Yeah, that was the sweat, the sweat yeah. version. So the the original version of the movie is Super Nintendo, and the new version of the new movie is the Genesis version because it has blood in it. Sure. 
I guess I'm a Sega guy. I, I, I do think I like this new one better, and at least, like, if they do sequels, That's the plan. they could get better. Yeah. yeah. It, you, but you never know, though, because we can't look at the box office and see how it did. Yeah, you know? yeah. The world is a different place than it was in good old 1995. The world is a vampire, is what I always say. <laughs> oh, ooh. I like mm. it. I like it. You should write that down. Uh, can I use my notes right. app? Yeah. We can talk about shoegaze. Girl? Girl. Ooh. <laughs> Let's see. So this is going to come out. Uh, we're in early May. Is this going to come out? This comes could come out in, out in May. Late yeah, May? Yeah, it comes out later. May. We're, we're like, <laughs> I'm so stressed at how close we are to release date. It. I really want to like, be like, hey, we're going to take a month off so we can bank some episodes because it's stressing Danny out. Well, that that kind of defeats the purpose. Like, hey, like I'm I'm not I can't go to work this month because I need to use all my time to save money. It's like <laughs> I don't know if that analogy actually works, but it kind of makes sense in my head. Um, like, we can do it. Like, we're gonna try to bust out a handful per week. Yep. Like in these next couple of weeks. But someone wants to keep firing off bonuses just any old Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That Specifically feels like Thursday. <laughs> yeah, but we've released a couple on Saturdays too. And like, yeah, that's back when we had a whole bunch of episodes yeah. saved up. And we're like, hey, this party's never going to stop. We're, we have yeah. unlimited episodes. And I want to be what? like three weeks ahead of schedule. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's fucking grind, man. Rise and grind. Okay. Uh, well, tell me about uh, tell me about Shoegaze. Well, I was just saying. So, if this is coming out late May, like I'm pretty sure I can not fuck it up for at least like three more weeks. So this will hopefully still be relevant. But uh, man, things are uh, things are happening. Things are good. We're planning yeah. stuff for the summer. We're we got some hikes. We want to go to a baseball game. Um, she received her first uh, COVID vaccination a few days ago. Nice, uh, nice. Getting chipped up. Getting chipped up. Uh, <laughs> um, that's what I call getting laid. <laughs> like Lay's potato chips. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a real... You got to connect some dots there for that not joke to make sort of sense. <laughs> By the way, did I, I told you about the jerk chicken chips, right? Mm-hmm. You sent me a picture. Man, so good. I'm probably going to the store after this, getting some more vegan cheese. I've been on mm-hmm. a grilled cheese terror and uh, nice. i hope shoegaze girl still likes me this weekend because i've probably <laughs> added like 10 grilled cheese pounds i haven't had a grilled <laughs> cheese sandwich in like a decade uh because of you know i'm a i'm a lactose boy or an or a non-lactose, <laughs> a non-lactose boy. boy yeah, yeah. um the, my my friend got a uh, frostbite on his feet mm-hmm. um and he lost all of the uh the appendages and now he lactose <laughs> good Good job. Thanks, man. I need therapy. <laughs> well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad things are going well with Shoegaze Girl. Are you uh, excited about all the texts I fucking send you about it? Yep, I am. I really am. I, I told Amanda I'm a, about it, too. Oh, Greg. She could not care less. If you guys get married, instead of wedding rings, are you going to exchange uh, Fender Jaguars? <laughs> yeah. Uh, please accept this, this, uh, just like really washed out riff. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not wedding rings. It's uh, single cords that ring out. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, boy, what else? What else? What else? What else? <laughs> Uh, shoegaze. Uh, think, think. Look around the room. Uh, we we will not be feeding you at this wedding, but there will be feedback. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't feed you. You feed us. It's a feedback program. <laughs> um, everyone comes. Everyone comes barefoot. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because wait, hold on. This doesn't work. Um, the. Everyone comes barefoot because when you walk in, you take your your footwear off, and you're gonna we're actually use that as the uh, what's the thing you stand under, like the like white like <laughs> the trellis or whatever. You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah. about? And we will all gaze upon your shoes for the ceremony. Uh, none it. of this, none of this is like remotely funny. Uh, I hate it. It's funny to us. Sure. Look at Ben trying to get back under the blankie. Oh yeah. Hey, buddy. He, he's like a little little shark. Like I see him come in the room, but I just see his tail. Like yeah, fucking shark finning around. Oh, now he's just rubbing his face in my books. Nice. Um, Shoegaze girl, let me borrow this. Have you read this? I've not read that. Slaughterhouse okay. Five. Yeah, by uh, Kirk Vanguard. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of really good things. I, do you have any idea what this book is about? Um, no. I'm I'm so happy that we're like equally dumb because yeah, yeah. She, she's read this book like five times. This is a book where like I'm I'm sure I could pick out anyone that I think is like funny or cool or creative. Kurt Vonnegut mm-hmm. is probably like a really big deal to them. Yeah, yeah. And I just never, of course, just I never took the time. But yeah. it's about like like war and time travel. Uh, yeah. Like I did, I was like, wait, is this like a sci-fi book? And she's like, uh, I mean, no, but there's time travel. Yeah. And, and there's aliens. Yeah. But it's not sci-fi. No. Like, oh, okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. Weird. I'll ask Amanda. Uh, I bet she's read it. Oh, she's for sure read it. She's better than us. Yeah. She's smart. Um, <laughs> if, okay. Well, I don't know. It's okay for you to talk about if we get married. It's not okay for me to talk about because that'll like fuck it up or then I'll just get all weird. Just gets too real for you. Yeah. Well, no, like, I don't know. If she's never going to listen to this, but. She uh, might. I mean, if you ever tell her about it, she might. When you sent, you sent me that video of you guys about to watch the OG Mortal (laughs) Mortal Kombat Kombat. movie. And before you were like, Amanda, dance. (laughs) She, she had this look like, this is like, this is for Dante, right? <laughs> like, I could just tell, I can just tell she's so annoyed. And like, I legitimately feel bad because I have never, I've never met her. I think I said hi to her briefly when she like walked in the room during a pod record at one time. Have you never met I've, her? I don't think so. Did you? When would I have? I swear I have a, a memory of us throwing a housewarming party at a house we lived in for a year and you were there this rings no bells to me man no i could have sworn you and evan were there and i i put a 
pizza in the oven but forgot to turn the pizza on? <laughs> I mean, turn the oven on. <laughs> oh, I you love these I new s- these new self starting pizzas. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't sound familiar. I mean, I you doing something like that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I wh- where was this house? Where did you live? It was off of Elvis Avenue. I I know Elvis. When would this have been? What year? Um, twenty eleven or twenty ten. I mean, so I was definitely inside. No, it was 2011. It was definitely 2011. Okay. Were you still I, living with I, Evan in 2011? Mm, no, I wasn't. I was living with my sister in Rosemont. Mm. Um, that sucked. All of it. Every part of that sentence sucked. <laughs> um, but no, no, man. I I really don't think I was there. Hmm. What else do you remember about that? I don't know. I just, I'd remember you being there. Oh, yeah. She looks like she's having fun. Who are we talking about? Amanda. Oh, are you watching, watching the, the dancing video. video? I mean, I would maybe colored that with my own, like, you know, fears and perceptions. <laughs> Actually, what uh, I remember before that, you're, the camera's facing the TV and you can kind of see the reflection. Oh. Of you two sitting on the couch, and you're doing that zoom in and out on the TV. And obviously, <laughs> since you're doing that, I know you're into it. And I think I just imagined Amanda next to you just being like, uh, what the fuck? Mm. But my point was, I, and I mean, you can ask her if she remembers meeting me. Um, yeah. But I feel bad. I have no recollection of this. Um, I was probably blacked out. Mm, maybe. maybe. Never know. I, um, once I finally cooked that pizza, you might have eaten some of it and gotten all all lactose out on us. Um, yeah, so I don't remember it. I had a like a cheese blackout. Yeah, a pizza. You put an a pizza for a party. You need multiple pizzas. There man. were two pizzas, but I had to cook them one at a time. I think. I don't know. I just remember I didn't turn the oven on. I <laughs> set the timer, took the pizza out of the oven. And I said, "This doesn't look done." P- tried to cut it. I'm pretty sure so, I I'm pretty sure I cut it and tried to take a piece off to put it on a plate. <laughs> Dante can't even look at me now. I just, it's, it's oh, I love it because it's the, like, all the signs you had to ignore, and then I imagine it just keep going further and further where, like, you take a bite, and you're like, yeah, I don't know that this thing's cooked all the way through, but, like, let me keep going, and, like, you're like, oh, maybe it was just that slice, and then, like, a whole just, like, thawed frozen pizza later, and you're, like, sick and in the hospital, does it, yeah, like, yeah. register what happened. Oh my god, that is really funny. Uh, I don't think I was there. You were, uh, but okay. Was Kevin there? Prob- probably. I remember going to something. 
And Kevin was there, and I remember feeling like I knew literally nobody else. This was probably that. But I'm trying to remember why I would have been there if I didn't know anybody else. Because I remember, I remember like Kevin and I standing in the kitchen, and I think he had brought like a six pack of like Lagunitas or something, and it was in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Would you have allowed beer in your fridge? I would allow beer in my fridge. So, I mean, I guess this is possible. But I don't remember you at all and i don't remember the purpose of this at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. i just remember standing and being like i don't i don't know anybody. you kind of stood near the kitchen the whole time cuz it was like open like there was a big granite countertop and then on this side over well over here was the living room yeah and then the okay, kitchen's on I this do, side i do remember this yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I must have like just blacked out out of anxiety. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's maybe. That's what happened. Um, I'm just like, all these people are older and they seem like they probably read Kurt Vonnegut. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was you and I'm pretty sure Evan also. I was so what I'm thinking of, Evan was not there. Okay. Maybe Evan sure. wasn't there. But um, Kevin probably was there. This was briefly after. We lived together, Kevin and I, mm-hmm. uh, and then he moved out and because he was sick of my bullshit, probably. Um, <laughs> what what was your bullshit at that time? My bullshit was wanting to be his friend. <laughs> my bullshit was depression, and then Amanda and I got together and just being gone all the time, probably. Yeah. Oh. But uh, boy, like there's nothing better than a roommate who's gone all the time. Yeah. I mean, gone or in in my room because. Oh, but uh, but yeah. And then it was probably like my friends who didn't work at Dimple and then Amanda's friends who one of which eventually worked at Dimple. Okay, Yeah, that that must have been it. I remember after that going to West Sac. Is that a place? It is. Okay. It's west of Sacramento. <laughs> Going to West Sac to a, a party uh, and feeling the same there. This was the <laughs> same day. And instead of hanging out by the kitchen, I remember uh, there's the, the person's house. Uh, I know them. I'm going to go pet this dog in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go home. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. It was, that was I, yeah, that I'm actually now good gonna remember that day for uh, a very long time uh and now i know where i was the first part of it yeah i had i did not know or i'm not sure i knew at the time but i did not remember that was your housewarming party i feel like i have no recollection of you being recollection did i say that right i don't think i did um i don't remember you being there at all like i don't remember seeing you i cannot picture you yeah being there that day are you sure you were there Pretty sure I was there. I remember not not cooking the pizza. So I must have left before the pizza fiasco. Um, mm, I don't remember. I don't think you were there. <laughs> In fact, I didn't invite you. <laughs> um, how did this come up? Oh, Amanda. Um, Mortal Cause, Kombat. Because you said you you thought you had never met her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it. I I mean, even still, if the only time we met was literally ten years ago, yeah, yeah, um, 
it's like never meeting. And it's also, I feel like she met a different person. Mm, yeah. But I'm really worried that the only information she gets uh, would understandably make her um, not care for me much. <laughs> and so I don't think she's going to come to the shoegaze girl wedding. She will. She will be there. Well, good, because I need a best man. She's going to be your best man. I want Amanda to be my best man. Oh, fine. So yeah, that that's exciting. We're going to go hiking this weekend, yeah. and then maybe off to everybody a, a send road trip. Uh, send us send a money money. You could send Gas money if money. you want. Since send congratulations Dante's way on well his. Let's chill. Let's wait it out. Nuptials. Fuck. All right. <clears throat> On his budding relationship with sure the a girl with a really weird name. It's I I've broken it down for you. It's Suga. Mm-hmm. The girl. Suga's <laughs> a girl. Suga's a girl. <laughs> um. Yeah. She won't tell me where she's from, but yeah. it's yeah. I don't think it's Wyoming. Um. <laughs> Okay. Wake up. Wake up. Ugh, don't. Make up. I didn't give you that song. No. All right, let's get into the music. Okay. That that's the only thing I knew about System of a Down was that just that one song. Just that one song, just that part of that one song and in looking them up on YouTube recently and stuff and being being like, oh, okay, I remember that video, kind of. The Chop Suey video. Yeah, the Chop Suey video. Yeah. That's kind of all I knew Very, about them. Did we watch a, we watched a Papa Roach video for mm-hmm. New Metal, correct? Mm-hmm. I feel like, hey, kids. What's up, hon? Okay, I'll call the police. You get her in the in the room, and we'll put her in house arrest. Hello, police. I'd like to report a robbery. Yes. Three. What do you think? What do you think? How tall is Lassa? Like, like zero feet. She doesn't exist. <laughs> She's two dimensional. <laughs> Glowing, what the glowing rock? What are you talking about? Lassa, come here. What'd you take from Han? One hour later. They're both sedated. (laughs) This is good. So we have 15 minutes to get through this. (laughs) Which is one minute longer than the playlist I gave you. Ooh. Nice short playlist. Short and sweet. Short, well, we'll see if it was sweet, but it was certainly short. And I thought that was, I mean, not that they have a bunch of long songs that I could have picked anyway, mm. but uh, just knowing knowing how you felt about this going in and, and seeing and hearing your reaction when I told you I was giving them to you, yeah. I was like, well, let's try to make this as painless as possible. Um, f- fun fact, four of these songs I committed to a playlist on October 27th, 2020. <laughs> so it was just about finding that fifth song. Yeah, yeah. It takes a while sometimes. Um, Oh, yeah. And also, uh, I was hoping I would uh, just, I don't know, like some more bands in the meantime. (laughs) Uh, Danny, uh, I don't remember if we had any 
thoughts going on before your kids ran in, so we're just going to leave those thoughts in the past where they can just uh, die and go to hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you knew Chop Suey, or at least a, one specific part yeah, of it. Yeah, one specific part. The beginning. <laughs> but you had certainly formed some opinion of System of a Down. Yeah. Where did that come from? Well, they they are lumped into new metal, which I have opinions on new metal, which we have talked about on an episode that may or may not be out yet. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. And so I just assumed they were that. I just assumed they were a new metal band, you know, and as discussed on the new metal episode that again, probably isn't out yet. Most of that new metal, most new metal is not good. True. Yes. Is System of a Down still classified as new metal in your brain? I have no idea why they got lumped into that. Hmm. At least based on these five songs. I mean, sure. based on the music alone, there's only one song that vaguely falls into that territory. Vaguely. Um, mm-hmm. Are you making a prediction? Is it the first song? No. I know what the first song is called. I'm asking you. <laughs> no, it is not the first song. Then it has to be the last song. Wrong. I might not know what new metal is. Okay. <laughs> I also, but I do think that was kind of something we um, we came across during our new metal episode, which may or may not be out. I'm not sure. Point. Yeah, <laughs> jury's still like out. we listened to a handful of songs, and mm-hmm. I mean, while there was obviously like some pretty glaring similarities like Papa Roach doesn't sound like spine shank. No, you know? And, uh, so like new metal might kind of be like pornography where it's like hard to define, but I know it when I hear it. Um, (laughs) what? That's a perfectly reasonable thing to say. Uh huh. Uh Um, I hope you, Oh, you spit that out on your computer and your fan is goes this, nuts again. Is this pornography, Dante? <laughs> I don't know. Let me close my eyes and just hear it. Ma, it sounds like a an angry guy and a silent woman. So yeah, it must be sex. It's <laughs> pornography. Um. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. So, anyway, so you have n- they've, they've got some. They've got the like weird factor from new metal that you know you think of like corn has like a weird factor. Yeah, um, they scat. Yeah, yeah, or like all the like this face where they do the arm and they roll their eyes back or whatever. Sure, there's the creepy weird factor, especially with the guitarist. Um, he yeah, he's got some faces that he makes when he plays the the bassist too. The bassist has the the fucking long ass goatee with like braids in it or whatever. He's it's the uh it's like the Scott Ian type of look, right? Scott Ian, Scott Ian. I don't know who that is. Isn't he the Guitarist from Anthrax? Oh, the Anthrax guy. I don't know. I didn't know his name, actually. I just know him I as just... the Anthrax guy. Yep. Scott Ian, rhythm guitarist and co-founder of Anthrax. Yep. Um, <clears throat> probably mostly known for being on, like, I think a lot of VH1 shows yeah, yeah, at a certain yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they, they've got some of the aesthetic. Obviously, the Serge, Serge's voice is weird at times. But it's not the like suburban white growl because I'm mad at my dad. Exactly, type of thing. exactly. It's it's not the 
kind of bullshit. It's not. Yeah. But it's still good, even though it's not that. <laughs> and it's it's not the Jonathan Davis weirdness or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, it well, it's we'll, its own we'll talk about weird surge. operatic thing. Hmm. Mm, good word. Thing. I just winked at you again. I don't know why I'm winking so much. Man, are you are you a winker in general? I'm not. I'm really not. I honestly don't think I. I ever have because it can. just seems like it seems like a super bold thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you fuck up a wink, man, that's it. You're <laughs> done. You're donezo. How <laughs> do you fuck up a wink? Well, I just is that like, like using air quotes at the wrong time? <laughs> well, first of all, like I think it takes a certain sort of like charisma and smoothness. You got to have a little wink. confidence. Yeah, and then. Not here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why I can only do it to you. <laughs> yeah, because because uh, you look at me and you're like, "Well, fuck, I'm better than that." <laughs> that that drives your confidence up. But or if you just get the timing wrong, or you do it to the wrong person, and they're like, oh, "Hey, guys, let's get out of here." That yeah, guy just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I yeah. But some people get away with it, and it's like, you know what? I think I like that guy. Yeah. Like it just the like some people just yeah, it's a great move for them, but. Yeah. Anyway, well, congrats on your uh, newfound skill. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. So not new metal. So what are they? There are a lot of things. They're kind of a a mixed bag of genres. <clears throat> I was reading a thing. Um, I remember if it was the Surge or the the guitarist, which I don't know his name. His Talk. name is Darren Darren Malakian. Darren talking about how they they got lumped in to new metal just because that was the bands that they were playing with but they don't feel like they're a new metal band they don't feel like they're you know whatever genre um they're just kind of what they are he was talking about how he doesn't he doesn't like the sound of the seven string down tune and all that kind of stuff though they were a big Drop D band. Yeah, sure. definitely drop D, but but just a six string and not that, you know, seven string sound where it gets extra, extra beefy. <laughs> well, you, you said that in the beefiest tone I possible. Know. Okay. Well, let's get into our first song, eh? No. So something I found out, Amanda was a was a fan. Oh, back in the day. Back in the there's day. been a glitch in the Matrix or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, she was also a fan of KMFDM, which I always poke fun about, even though I've KM... never heard them before. Well, I don't know what that is. It's a it's a band. Yeah, this is a band. They're like a industrial. KMFDM. Yeah. Oh, uh, indu- 
industrial, yeah. dicey. Yeah. Never heard them before. I don't, not, well, not on purpose anyway. Yeah, Amanda was a fan. And um, she's talking about how she liked his vocal style, like his kind of weird operatic kind of vocal styles, very melodramatic at times and all that kind of stuff. And that, I mean, she, she likes Broadway musicals and things like that. And it kind of goes together, fits together. But uh, I played her this song at the beginning of it anyway. And she was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But she didn't like stick with them or anything. Sure, sure. She just um, had maybe had the first album and that's about it. So this is off of the self-titled album mm-hmm. from 98. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they had a short run. Uh, it was 98 to 05. Yeah, yeah. And and that was it. Um, I So, I yeah, I started you off with a, a pretty well no song. <laughs> I, I thought, you know, let's give them a, just kind of a simple banger. It's, it's pretty hard, but, you know, simple riffs. I don't know. This was, I guess, my way to sort of ease you in, sure. though I, I also worried that if it was if you found it like too simple, that's also some people could say simple is uh, very close to dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Did, how dumb did you think the song was? Uh, I, I didn't think it was dumb at all. Because you, you could have said, uh, what is this? System of a dumb? System of a dumb. Oh, wait. Or you could have said, what is this? Sis dumb of a down? <laughs> This dumb of a dumb. Oh, burn. Double burn. Double burn. So, yeah. So, so what were your thoughts on the song? This, I guess it wasn't the, the BS you expected from them. No. I, one thing I was expecting was I was expecting to be annoyed by his voice because I remember it being weird or hearing that it was different. Not annoyed right. at all. Made me think of other bands that uh, I kind of wasn't expecting to think about. There's a handful of bands that popped into my head at times uh, when listening to this playlist, and I will list them all right now. Dead Kennedys. <laughs> Dead Kennedys, Voice That's Fire, Bear vs. Shark, and Jesus Lizard. That was it. Uh, there is one part in here that made me think of Gojira, though, also. But um, oh, interesting, sure. But all those bands, from a vocal standpoint, have vocalists that are very different. Sometimes they're uh, when we were talking about when we were on the new metal episode that may or may not be out yet. Um, <laughs> all of the vocal style was very stagnant for the most part. There was mm-hmm. some screaming. There was some attempts at rapping uh, and it was all kind of in one place where uh, Surge and the vocalists from most of those bands that I mentioned, the vocalists are very animated and that's gorillas (laughs) kind of all over the place. And there are specific parts that reminded me of specific bands and stuff. I got dead Kennedy's a lot. Um, There's, I could definitely see Serge taking uh, influence from Jello Biafra. And that was something that I really enjoyed and made it stand out more than your average bullshit new metal band like Flaw or whatever. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, totally. So it, 
And then wow. at the same time, the music is constantly doing really interesting things as well. And not in a shreddy show offy kind of way that I kind of love sometimes, but in it took me to, into all these different styles. That's why they're so hard to pin down. Like sure. There are maybe some elements of new metal, but I also thought of like grindcore, and I also thought of um, noise rock and I had like all these other kind of genres of music would, mm. would pop up every once in a while, depending on the part of the song. So I remember the first time listening to this playlist, I was driving to Dan's house, my bandmate who has come up on the pod quite a few times. And I talked to him about this episode because um, I knew he would like this band. He was a new metal guy for a while. I think again, they're not really a new metal band. And I was driving to his house though, because I was uh, watching their cat because they went out of town and listening to the playlist on the way there. And really enjoying it and that's all i'm gonna say on overarching thoughts for now okay so that wasn't just about no that's not just about no important question yes what's dan's cat's name or does he not want you to say on the pod ivy oh because like he's into like needles (laughs) no he's into operations operation oh kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. right Mm mm-hmm are we saying this like an IV that goes in your? No, I was, wrist? I was going Operation IV. Right, I know, but yeah, but it, during an operation, yeah, you yeah. can get an IV. Yeah, yep. I saw. I I thought we were like working it both ways, yeah. like we used to do back in our dimple days. <laughs> back in our dimple days. Yeah, <laughs> we would we would work it both ways, and by it, I probably mean just a uh, second stage turbine blade. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man, we would fucking we would get on both sides of that thing and mm-hmm. just let it have it. Okay, so I don't know what you've got for no. I saw you pick up your phone. Was that okay? You got something ready? I do. Okay, let's hear it. That rhythm's really cool. It's such a stupid, simple riff. It's so stupid. It makes you bang your head like fucking crazy. And it's great. So, okay. We can talk about this at any point, but I I have one timestamp for this song, so I don't have a ton. This is the song I have the least specific things to talk about Mm because it was just kind of, I thought, a good intro rocker. Back in the early 2000s, in your ultimate guitar mxtabs.net days. <laughs> yes, yes. Darren Malakian was, and I, I apologize if I'm uh, mispronouncing the name, but he was heralded as like one of, you know, like the top 10 guitarists of the era or of the genre, but like he would, he was, people loved him and it wasn't just uh, eighth grade guitar tappers. Mm-hmm. And that always, and even though I liked this band at that time, I was like, I don't know you guys. Because, like, a lot of his stuff seems pretty simple. Yeah. And, like, I don't know that, like, I would consider him a great guitarist because I think all part of it is also, like, what what are you writing? What are you, like, creating? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not creative because I do think these are, these are good songs. And, again, I always do this where I give you a band and then I'm, like, more super, harsh about yeah, them than you are. Yeah, super critical. 
But um, I'm just like, he does what he does well, but I feel like he has a very specific lane that he stays in. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is like pretty simple, you know, single finger bar chord riffs and stuff. Or, and then on top of that will be like, um, just like, you know, really high, you know, fast picking single Mm -hmm. note, like melodies or something. And it's like, that's a fine formula, but I don't think of him as like, a great guitarist. I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts I on that? 100% agree. At least based on these five songs, none of it sounded, you know, super technical or, I mean, it all sounded good. Like obviously that riff rules. <laughs> obviously. But it's, I mean, it's just like, what, like two chords? Bump, bum, bump, bump, three, three. Maybe? I think there might be three. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, it's, it's extremely simple. And it's fun and it makes you bang your head or jump up and down or whatever. But nothing in it sounded like something that I, an okay guitarist, couldn't do. Right. No, exactly. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why they gained such a following of seventh and eighth graders. Mm-hmm. It was like, we guys, we can play this. <laughs> so so two things about that. One, actually, uh, first of all, so we agree uh, Darren Malakian sucks. <laughs> and also, that also, not, that is not what also, was said. Oh, wait, uh, you let me finish. <laughs> Something I never have to say in this room normally. He sucks at guitar. He's pretty fucking awesome. These songs are cool. Um, good riff. Um, but so two, two things on that one, we're talking about like simple drop D riffs. Mm-hmm. I think you'll know this riff, even though you probably don't like the band or the song. But it's like it's a it's a stupid uh it's a stupid riff that shouldn't be that good, but it's very catchy. Do you remember this? Wait, hold on, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> How that was the most predictable thing in the world was me not remembering the song. you remember that song that sounds very familiar but I don't, it's a okay. collective soul song oh okay yeah i wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to name that but i do sure remember. yeah um v- very possible that those are the same three chords that darren is using <laughs> yeah um, yeah um i don't what, what i don't know what no no would be we could probably spend five minutes and figure this riff out but I don't know. Some yeah. something like that. Yeah. But um the other thing is, so I didn't give you this song and and it may come back to you. There was a song off their second album Toxicity from 2001 called Aerials. Mm-hmm. And it was a single on the radio. Does that ring a bell at all? <laughs> Those are areolas. Oh, oh, oh shit. Um and, no, it doesn't. Oh my god, you can lick them? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I, I have a timestamp to play, but are there going to be any others that I'm going to be jumping if I do that? Uh, I, my next one is at 57 seconds. Yeah. Go ahead and do yours then. Alrighty. The chorus. Never think you know why. 
Did you know that part, that song, that part specifically, was used in Sesame Street uh, when the episode was brought to you by the letter Y? Hmm. Hmm. There you go. A little fun fact for you. Interesting. System of a Down is for the kiddos. <laughs> Chorus is, is very good on the song. I love the, I don't know, syncopation of the, never think you know. That part is very good. I agree. Um, agree. I think I think dumb riff elevated by interesting vocal delivery mm-hmm. is something we could probably say quite a bit yep. on this playlist. Yep. Uh, what's your next timestamp? One forty-eight. Take it away. So this is uh, a part that I could hear a band like. Gojira playing. Ah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically the Gojira rhythm. A variation yeah. on it. Absolutely. That, so, yeah, that certainly wasn't the prediction I made. I thought there was another part mm. on this playlist that maybe could be Gojira ish yeah yeah. Um, but no absolutely my my timestamp that i want to talk about is at 222 how does that sound to you i've got one at 217 so it's probably basically the same so is yours is yours only four seconds Yeah, part rules. It it does. They're doing that that uh, thing that came up in the new metal episode that may or may not be out yet, uh, where they're kind of repeating the same line over and over on the bridge breakdown part, um, but feels a lot less like self important. And a lot of the times in new metal, it sounds it's like a fucking slog to get through. Yes, yes. There's a lot of energy behind what system does, and. I really like in that breakdown his like vocal like patterns and the inflections mm-hmm. and when he says what do you say I'll, I'll meet your body on the other side I think yeah me something like that um but like he goes up like at the end of that line it goes up mm-hmm. and then the next line he again he changes how he delivers it yeah. again and so it's constantly like new and interesting so you don't need a whole bunch of stuff going on musically mm-hmm. if you if the vocal melody, which is you know that it, I say this all the time, but like that's just another instrument. Yep. Like, and if you so that's why going back to Wilco, obviously we knew System of Down was always going to connect back to Wilco. Yep, yep. I feel like songs like that where it's like the music to me is not super interesting, and then you have four bars of vocals that are kind of just repeating the same like predictable oh i know he's gonna go up here and it's gonna mm-hmm. obviously have to rhyme with this and it's just like technically this is a written song and maybe even a well-written song <laughs> but it's like it doesn't just do it for me but when you add like surge's creativity to you know 
you you can you know choose your own what what's the phrase I'm thinking of? Uh, not choose your own adventure, not pick your poison. Ooh, your mileage may vary on how mm. uh, interesting you find you know Darren's riffs and sure. music. But regardless, I think if you put Serge's creativity on top of that, it just really takes it to a whole new level. And that breakdown's a really good example of that. Agreed. This episode's gonna suck. Yep. We're just gonna be like, hey, this is cool. I <laughs> What episode uh, maybe last week I texted you, I was like, I think this is like the oh, Spanish love songs, I think was really, yeah, really yeah. good. I, th- yeah. I thought that was, was a good episode. Have we done any other good ones? I think that was our first. All right. <laughs> So every every like twenty five. Yep. Yep. That honestly, that was my only the only thing I really wanted to talk about in this song. Like that was my my big note yeah. was that breakdown. Yeah. Um. Do you have anything to say? About that was this, my uh, last note for the song. No. Cano. Canal. So are you thinking of former New York Yankee Robinson Cano? Absolutely not. Former Seattle Mariner Robinson Cano. Yes. But not, not possible current New York Met Robinson Cano. Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't follow sports. Just the Mariners version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really in the boats. Um, in hindsight, is this a song that should have been one? Does it matter? The sequence. Oh, for this song? Um, no, I think that was a good. It was a good opener. Kicks you right in there. Got the Tom intro, just like. Uh, just like a uh, half of the Blink One Eighty Two songs, <laughs> um, no. Just like uh, we we talked about how on the new metal episode that may or may not be out yet, we talked about how the uh, new metal bands have Tom intros a lot. That's true, they do. Yeah, because they again, it's they think it's kind of like weird or spooky. Sure, sure. All right. Well, speaking of energy, mm-hmm. let's move on to the next song, which is just. <laughs> Absolutely fueled. Yeah, you ready for this? <laughs> the second song. Ugh. This cocaine makes me feel like I'm in this song. talked about uh amanda liking this band and how that kind of ties into her her love of musicals and things like that i think if there was a system of down the musical this would this would definitely be in the song or the sure play what what are they called show i don't fucking know yeah show (laughs) performance they they are very like over the top. I don't know if yeah, if, if goofy's the right word, they almost like mm-hmm. sometimes they almost like they I feel like they want to be obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Um they have a song called it might be called Pogo. It might be called Bounce. I believe it is just a metaphor for sex, but it is just them saying Bounce, pogo, 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 <laughs> bounce, pogo, pogo, pogo. And it's just like, guys, what are we doing here? Like, come on now, come on. Y- you, you brought in Rick Rubin for this. <laughs> <laughs> but it does kind of add to their 
what some might call charm and at least mm-hmm. differentiates them them from all the other bands that you thought they were lumped into. Yeah. Yeah. It's is at the beginning of the song is he doing like a little rhythm sound with his mouth? Yes, he is. He's going yeah, it's, it's re- and I, I didn't notice it at first. It, yeah, it's, it's very it's a cool. off-putting. No, you're wrong. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because like you can barely kind of hear it. Yeah, it's it's barely there. I think I think the first time I noticed it, I like paused it. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Who's no. doing? Is that me? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so I think off-putting might be what they're going for sometimes. Though I kind of sure. think that's that's almost cute. <laughs> Oh. Like, oh, it's like the singer is singing along to the song he should be recording right now. <laughs> so just that super fast ascending guitar part, it's essentially, I think it's just the same pattern and he moves it up an octave, yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Like, ignorant me thinking about a playlist for Danny was like, I don't know. That kind of sounds just like a super fast, like thrashy old school punk part or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. Cool. And I was like, I don't know. Like I could see if this was in a punk song, I would find it annoying. So I think Danny might like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was I right? Yeah, I like that. It's cool. I like that it goes up an octave each time. I can't do this while you're fucking getting your vegan munch on. You and your fucking rice cakes over there. I ate them before the pod today, mm. but like here, hearing your throat right now, uh, I know this is going to be bad. <sighs> what are we talking about here? So, uh, we just talked about that, that fast part, that fast guitar part, whatever that part is. And it was good. Yeah. That sounds like a like one of the scary parts from Home Alone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so your first was 44? 48. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. The vocals here remind me reminded me of a certain Bay Area punker. Very, Doesn't uh, sound like Green Day at all. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, Jello Biafra, Dead Kennedys. So um, that is a. Is, are they on the list? Because I don't know anything about that band. They could be. I just I have not listened to them in probably a, at least a decade. Yeah. And uh, after making that connection in my head, I've been listening to them a lot um, this week. So. They could ass- be. I'm only familiar ass- with one full album and then like a handful of maybe greatest hits, I suppose. Okay. They were never a band that I was like into, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did have a shirt oh, though. See, that's the thing. I've seen shirts mm-hmm. and patches and I'm just like, I, I don't think I'm a, I'm, I'm not a patch band guy, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. Like Operation Ivy that you mentioned, mm-hmm. they they were that. Um, They're one hundred percent on the list. Rancid, I mean, would probably be part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, anyway, other bands um, Danny liked in high school. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to take your word for it that they that part sounds like Dead Kennedys. 
Um, you don't have to play any. That's okay. Don't want to spoil it if you're going to give them to me for a whole episode. You know, honestly, I I wouldn't. I'm thinking of a specific song, but okay. Am I supposed would, to like guess it? Like it would take me too. <laughs> it would take you too too long to figure out what part. To okay, play. like longer than it took you to finish that sentence. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Here's a question I have about this song, and I don't okay. know if now's the right time. Have you ever seen cocaine? Just in movies. Right, but ne- never in person. Never in person. Okay. So w- when people ask you questions, do you think that they might also be including um, all of the movies you've seen? <laughs> Have you ever went skydiving? Well, I saw Mission Impossible, so is that what you mean? But if any, I, any, I, any listeners out there want to co-host a podcast? Oh, I would love a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done. Done with this shit. Not really. I can't commit to a bit like you do, where you actually leave the room. Well, that's probably better for you. Um, <laughs> I remember being... I, I edited it all out of the pod because I was so uncomfortable with it. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember you. This was also before we were doing video, so I didn't I couldn't see you. But um, at the end of the Empire Empire episode, oh, I God. made a joke about giving you Blood Brothers. And you went off on this like five minute monologue about how I'm disrespecting you. <laughs> and I le- I, I don't know if you remember, you can look back at our text, but I asked you if you were legitimately mad. That is so funny. I, I do not remember that at all. Um, <laughs> oh, early I was probably too, I was, I was too furious probably to commit it to memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very, so wait, when I was going off in this rant, were you just like the whole time? I don't, was this before video? Yes, yes. Did we do the Empire video without, or the Empire mm-hmm. episode without... Mm-hmm. Did we, did you call that like ep ire ep ire like to promote it or anything? No, but I should have. No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, see, I bet you video would have helped. Yeah, absolutely. It would have helped. Or at least I would have seen you looking like petrified like, and I would have been like, oh, no, 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 Danny, 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 Danny. <laughs> it's fine. All, all the legitimate shit I talked about, um, how much I hate that band, that, that was truthful. <laughs> Uh huh. But, um, oh boy, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so, I, edited, I edited it out though. So it's not even on the episode. It, I mean, it still exists, I guess, on the like original. Yeah, files. I could like, go to the GarageBand file and, and make it appear. Right. Maybe it'll be a, if we ever start a Patreon, we'll get, the, you'll get the, uh, <laughs> Dante pretends the, to be mad exclusive. The bonus abusive episodes. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, I, I asked you that question about cocaine. So you've never seen it in person. I have never seen cocaine in person. Uh, neither have I. and But I know people who have. Like, mm-hmm. I think my sister said she had, had like, seen it in person and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's I feel like it's that same thing where, like, back in high school, you know, I didn't realize, like, people were, like, drinking and partying until way too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that same thing now where I'm like, like real people in the real world do cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. And 
like I've never, yeah, as far as I know, I've never been around it, never been offered it, but it, it is always just like, I mean, you said, you know, you've seen it in movies and that's, I think of it as like a thing people in movies do, but not in, the, not in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they absolutely do. I remember watching, I don't think I watched the whole thing, but that movie Dig about um, Brian Jonestown Massacre, that band. Do you know anything about that? I know, I know the band just mm-hmm. because uh, Shoegaze Girl is uh, somewhat of a fan. Oh, okay, okay. I've never really listened to them before. I watched some of the movie though. It's like a documentary about them or fucking whatever. But they were like doing coke in the movie, and I was like, "Is that real? Can they actually show that? Are they going to get arrested?" <laughs> like just just the most innocent little suburban boy or fucking sticks boy. Just like, well, that's the thing. It is a suburban drug now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Like I, I'm sure I know people who have done or do it, yeah. but like it just, it still seems outlandish to me. Yeah. Um, so that, that thing you said about like, are they going to get in trouble? That reminds me, uh, speaking of my dad, um, do you know the mo- the the Steve Coogan Rob uh Bryden movie? Oh, sorry, hey one sec, uh potential spam is calling me. Um <laughs> oh, potential. Um hey, hey, you keep working on it, you can be real spam. <laughs> um it, I want to make sure I'm I'm saying the right name cuz um but the movie, there's three of them called The Trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen any of those, but yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Steve Coogan, Rob Brydon. I was right. Look at me go. Um, I can't remember being I can't remember being at your house, but I can remember <laughs> the one of the leads of this like minorly successful movie. Um so it so the the conceit of the movies are that Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon playing themselves mm-hmm. are like going on these trips to these like lovely restaurants and Steve Coogan's like going to review them for some publication and Rob Brydon comes along and it's just a vehicle for them to like, you know, talk to each other and give each other shit about their careers and mm-hmm. do impressions and stuff like this. And they're all very, very good. It's all very lovely to look at because they go to these awesome looking places. Mm-hmm. Um, and And they're playing themselves, but... It's scripted, okay. right? And so there, there is somewhat of a plot where, you know, Steve Coogan, like, you know, he hooks up with, like, a woman who works at this hotel, and he's, I can't remember, he's, like, being like, oh, I'm way older than her, and it's like he's starting to, like, have to reckon with his age. Like, he's not, like, a cool, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, playboy or whatever anymore. I don't know. Um, and then Rob Brydon is, like, playing, like, I, I think in real life he's married. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. But in the movie, he's married, he movies he's married, he has kids, and like there's scenes of him like calling back to his family and stuff. And there may be even some um like they hint at there's some, you know, stress on the family or something like that. In the second movie, I think it is, Rob Brydon sleeps with someone on one of these trips. Mm-hmm. And my dad goes, So he's just gonna cheat on his wife and let them put it in the movie? <laughs> And I'm like, what? (laughs) And that's when I realized, like, my dad didn't realize, Mm -hmm. like, they're playing, like, versions of themselves, but it's not, like, a straight-up documentary. (laughs) And I was just like, 
I and I kind of I'm I'm pretty sure I probably talked to him in a shitty tone after that, but I just remember being like, "Oh no." <laughs> like my dad doesn't get it. And I remember being like just like, "Oh, like disappointed." <laughs> you know? Your text messages have never been the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, just a, a fun little aside yes, about yes. No, Dad, that's not. It's. Are you wondering why you don't hear from Spinal Tap anymore? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what, what's your next uh, uh, timestamp for this cocaine? The song. The song is just kind of does the same thing twice, like over and over and over again. But it's yeah, it's really sick. This one is kind of weird and i wonder if was this a song that went like back and forth where you weren't sure if you were going to put it on or not yes absolutely okay it it seems like that kind of song we're like it's good but then it also feels like well it doesn't really do much but it's also really good and and kind of funny right um, and that's i mean that's why i ultimately put it on i wanted something that kind of shows their like silly quote-unquote silly sure yeah, yeah side yeah. and because they have these like kind of manic songs mm-hmm. on their albums and i i wanted to, to to give you that and um also this was the only song from that album that i was yeah. going to give you yeah. so or i was going to give you one song from this album and mm-hmm. i was like this kind of checks off a couple boxes sure sure yeah it's a good song my last my last note is just um i like how they throw the piano in at the end there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with me. I hope your substance doesn't eat the fish. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. I hope your substance doesn't eat the fish. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with you. Don't eat the fish. Don't eat the fish. Don't eat the fish. Did you know fish meant cocaine? I did not, but thanks to Genius.com. Yeah, same here. Now I do. Yeah. And maybe that's just one person on Genius. I mean, does that shit get verified like Wikipedia? Like, do they have fact checkers? I don't think yeah, so, I don't, right? I don't think they just have like thumbs up or thumbs down. I Because I don't see any connection between fish and cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That the, the piano's cool. It, it sounds like they're trying to get like pompous, like a My Chemical Romance song or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's funny. It, it adds some like winking, like, yeah, yeah. you know seriousness to that silly song um okay song three song three okay song three um i mean we've already done a deer coach's corner and so i can't really use that word in the same way again everyone will know (laughs) everyone will call us out on it yeah i mean propaganda no less will say hey Mm-hmm. Thought we were special. Come on, you guys. Come on. Come on. Ah. Go Jets. Deer Dance. No, it's Gojira, not Go Jets. Gojets. Deer dance. 
Um, so yeah, I I picked only one song off their big breakout album, their hit Toxicity. album, their hit album, Toxicity. It probably sold like I would say at least five million records. Just guessing, know. just guessing that because that was a time when records still sold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here I'll, I'll look it up here. But uh, so yeah, this was another tough one. Like, ooh, what song do I pick off this? This has probably all the singles that he might have heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, but this album, since I listened to it so much, I, I knew it pretty well front to back and doesn't have, at least to me or at least to to eighth grade me, it doesn't have a lot of like weak spots. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know, this just kind of seemed like a a good kind of like middle ground. It, it has some hard stuff, but it also has some like prettier, it's probably not the right word, but like prettier yeah. moments. Yeah. Um, and this is also... Probably the first song of the playlist that kind of has some heft behind it as far as subject matter goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and System of a Down is is known for that, though they can really run the gamut from super serious political, like beat you over the head with it, mm-hmm. to uh, this song's about our boners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So w- what are your memories of when this album came out in 01? You were, what, 19? Um, yeah, 18, was, 19? I mean, that's when I was, you know, immersed in Thursday and saves the day and get up kids and all that kind of stuff. So really my only memories are kind of just, I probably saw the video for Chop Suey. Chop Suey is on this album, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah. Remembering that one line. Wake up. Wake up. You were like, in 15 years, this will be memed a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not. I mean, not too much. That They've kind of just been around, and I've never really paid a lot of attention to them. Sure. And you just knew right from the beginning, I'm eh, probably going to avoid that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Thought it was weird, and it wasn't, you know, I was probably taking myself too seriously. Oh, it was weird. Thursday and whatnot. So this album was important for a couple of reasons. It was probably definitely on the harder end of the spectrum of things I was listening to at the time. Like I think at this time I was listening to System of a Down, Tool, mm-hmm. Slipknot, what else? Rage. Yeah. Um I mean so I was getting into harder stuff but not like it was more it was more hard rock yeah. rather yeah. than metal. At that time. But so the song Aerials, I think I was trying to say this when uh, your kids ran in or flew through a wall or whatever happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the song Aerials, it was in drop D as probably all this album is. Um, and every kid in my guitar class in mm-hmm. I think seventh grade was like trying to learn how to play it. And it's the most simple guitar thing in the world. Yeah, but it was like, yeah. it just opened that gate to like, oh, drop D, this is what it does. And so I have to move two down if mm-hmm. I want to make it okay. That All right. And like, um, I think System of a Down was probably a big drop D intro band for a lot of, yeah, you know, totally. 13, 14-year-olds of that time. Okay, so I'll get started with a timestamp if that's okay with you. You know, I will allow it, Dante. Okay. I will allow it. I thought you were going to say, actually, No. So this is the part I thought you were going to say was uh, Gojira-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I I apologize if I'm skipping 
Well, tell me this. When's your first timestamp? Um, I have something to say about the beginning of the song, and then okay, uh, cool. Go, let's go ahead and do this after that. Okay, so you, I'm going to go ahead and take the second one because mine's okay. a little bit before yours. Mine's at 42 seconds. Um, this kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier about how I I heard so many different genres in here, but this the intro guitar on the song. I'm fucking play it really quick, even though the the wonderful listening audience already heard it. That guitar is, I mean, I could easily hear Gojira doing something like that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, my mind immediately went to like grindcore bands that I've, I've listened to. Um, just like either an intro to a grindcore song where it just goes into a fucking insane blast beat after that. Or like a breakdown right in the middle of the song or something like that. And I don't. That's that's one of the things that I've liked about this playlist was it took me to all those different kind of places, and it wasn't just like cut my life into. Oh, that song's good. <sighs> mm, and then we're just gonna play the guitar riff from Brain Stew. Yeah, yeah. Good thing your guitar is far away from you right now. <laughs> that, was, that was a good good look you did. Thanks. Um, yeah, it is like, I, I'm not saying it's thrash metal, but like that part is like kind of like super thrashy and the, mm-hmm, the hi-hats mm-hmm. are like really washy. Yeah, um, yeah. If you, you know, and then they, because a lot of the musical stuff is simple in terms of like the riff, it really helps that they'll do it again, but like speed it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they change the... It's not a time modulation, but I guess it's just a tempo change, maybe. Um, big, big yawn from Danny on that one. <laughs> I couldn't even finish it. You distracted me. Sorry, you got blue yawns or whatever the equivalent would be. Blue, um, blue young lungs, young. I don't even yes. know where, where does young Danny, Dad. Where do yawns come from? Uh, when mommies and daddies really love each other. They know to give each other space because they they just really can't find any interest in each other anymore. It's very it's very boring. All right, uh we're going to push ahead to 42 seconds. Right. All right. Jackie Robinson. They really do like to push those little children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with their fully automatics. That part, I remember always, uh, me and my friend Brian uh, would listen to a lot of the same stuff back then. Uh, mm-hmm. That part. That gets you hyped. Yeah, yeah. It the the hard the hard riffage and again the vocal delivery. It's he can get his voice can get like pretty aggressive and like mm-hmm. masculine, yeah. I guess. And um, that that's a decent example of it. Scared me a little more back then than it does now. I can kind <laughs> of like you know, I yeah. like yeah. I I really like that. And even back then, I knew like oh, this feels important. Like yeah, <laughs> you know, so, someone's being aggrieved. In this, song. yeah, it's the thing. Um, 
he said recently, there's been a lot of stuff in on my Facebook feed about um, the drummer that I, I yeah. said previously that the drummer was kicked out, but the drummer wasn't kicked out. That was, that was a, an assumption I made, but uh, Serge talking about how he understands that people like his band because of the music and don't necessarily know what the songs are about. Mm-hmm. And he says he's okay with that, which good for him. I wouldn't be able to be okay with that. Um, especially if I'm singing, you know, about the important shit that he's singing about. But I also think that's, that's cool and that's big of him. And that's kind of a similar take that he has on their drummer. How, when it comes to issues with uh, Armenia and the Armenian genocide and stuff, they are on the same page with that. But when it comes to issues here in America uh, with Trump and probably police brutality as well, which is a song, uh, they are basically op- polar opposites. Um, and I, I'm assuming that's kind of part of why they haven't done something, done anything in so long. Although there are two new songs that are out that I did not listen to because I'm a good boy. So I'm curious about those. You know, there is the wider Ozfest audience with the, the whiter. Yes. Yes. With, um, they're, you know, rolling up to sleep train amphitheater with their monster stickers and their blue lives matter stickers coming out and moshing and getting into this song, that part specifically not understanding what it's about. And I guess to a certain degree, that's okay. They're there for the music and they're there to mosh and to be assholes in the pit and stuff. But I think it's important to understand the message behind the song and Anyway, it's this song was written in 2001 around there came out in 2001 and it's equally as relevant. I watched a YouTube fan made YouTube video of footage of all the protests, Black Lives Matter protests in 2020. Uh, I said that weird Um, in 2020 uh, to the to this song. And it's got me all teary eyed because I'm a big fucking softy. Yeah. Fuck the police. I like this song. It's a, it's a cool song. <laughs> um, a, a couple things about the kind of what Serge has said about, you know, being okay with fans not knowing the meaning of songs. Like, I think that's, you know, and I'm not just saying this because I disagree with him about everything politically. Um, uh huh. I'm listeners are really going to have no idea. What I know, my, I know. Well, there was that one up. person, uh, on Twitter who was like, wait, are you guys Republicans? What? Really? You were interacting with them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very funny. But like, I, especially if you're a band that big, I mean, if you like try to take it upon yourself to like handhold every fan into yeah. understanding the meaning and then every time you know a fan doesn't or like you look out into the mosh pit and you're like, those people don't get it. Like mm-hmm. you're just, you're going to be fucking miserable all the time and like just stressed and anxious. And like, so I'm like, I'm sure he, I mean, he writes the lyrics for a reason. He wants people to listen to them and, mm-hmm. you know, take their meaning. But 
yeah, I mean, you can't just what what's that thing you can you can lead a horse to political lyrics, but you can't make it understand them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rage Against the Machine gets the exact same thing. Yeah. They're every single song is political with them. Uh Zach makes it known when they play live what the songs are about. And then you right. have I can't remember if it was Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio, but one of those two I don't know. It was one of the fucking Texas Republican um, talking about how they listen to that shit at the gym and everyone just like tearing him apart on Twitter. Right. Just completely missing the point of the music. Well, and it's not always music too. like, you know, think about when Colbert did his, his comedy central show and you know, people don't get that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, that says something about you if you can watch that for however long and not get it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just think with any type of art or media, it sucks that not everyone can, I guess, understand the true artist's intention sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when the, the meaning is potentially that significant. You know, I don't know if it can if it can sway legislation or sway, you know, a generation of registered voters and, and shit like that. Um but I just think if you're the creator, I think you have to just put it out into the world and let it go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Otherwise, you're just gonna. I'm like, like this. Like, I could spend, I could stay up all night, hoping that people uh, realize I'm not a like sexist, um, far you know alt right leaning person. But what am I supposed to do? Um, not say stupid jokes? Like, <laughs> no. Like that's as a creator, that is not only my right, but my duty. You said duty. <laughs> Fuck us, man. Uh, Fuck us hard. I know. All right. It, um, anyway, this song is is really good. I it might be my favorite of the playlist. Mm. Uh, I I really like the the push and pull of it. Kind of pun not intended, I suppose. You should not be pulling little children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just pushing. Um, but it, it's quiet on the verse and it's like fun and kind of dancey a little bit on the verse. And then the chorus just hits so fucking hard. And then at the end, I'm just going to jump right fucking to it. Jump it. As soon as I figure out how to scrub, there we go. At the end, it gets even. Jesus fucking Christ. When it gets halftime like that. Listening to like how clear the vocals are, you really do have to be some like just amazing brand of stupid to be like. Yeah, I like pushing the week around too. (laughs) In the pit. Exactly. Well, shit, I guess that actually fucking works. Maybe the song's just about metal. I don't know. I I will go back a little bit in the song. I, I know that that is a great closer, and so this will be anticlimactic. But um, I I really like the breakdown of this song. Um, it, it does get quiet there for a moment, and so I'm going to play that right here at 140. 
fucking finger doesn't work <laughs> i'm fucking finger blasting that pause button and just nothing is happening um i i played too much i should have just started right before the the whisper pushing little children part but i i do like that whole breakdown the the acoustic guitar comes in mm-hmm. and it kind of has you can say this about a lot of their songs and it's probably used too much because people know where they're from but it kind of has uh like a what what like um Maybe an Eastern, like Middle Eastern scale. Yeah, like that's yeah, probably, probably a little too, I think they too use, broad, but I think they do they, use those a lot. They for sure do. And, um, but yeah, when, when he says, like, a little boy smiles and it'll all be well, mm-hmm. and like it, it gets into the whisper of pushing the little children right before it explodes, like yeah. that's, like you were saying, that's really good push and pull. Yeah. Yeah. Good song. Pretty cool album. Yeah. And that's all I've got for you and Deer Dance. But, may, Maybe the fave. Maybe the fave. It's yeah, kind of goes back and forth between two two different songs. One of which we have not talked about yet, mm. and we'll not talk about for a, a little while. Mm. Still, so you wanted to keep talking about Deer Dance. <laughs> I am out of notes on Deer Dance. All right, me too. Let's move on. Let's close our eyes. Let's imagine what this world could be, and let's imagine what our best selves look like in that world. Let's tune in to our inner vision. Will I have a to roam. I have to find you. I have to meet you. Signs of your face, slowing your pace. That might be kind of a cool intro to yeah. <laughs> what to, to the start of uh, music. Um, so this is off of Steal This Album, which brings me to another dad story. Ooh. I, I feel like I might have told this on the pod already. Well, don't, but it doesn't it's, sound it's, familiar it, so far. It, I mean, it's you worth haven't started the story, but regarding this album. Okay, uh, stop me if you've heard this before. (laughs) I should just shut my mic off. Okay. Um, (laughs) So I went to go buy this album at a Best Buy, because that's where you went to buy CDs. And so have you seen the artwork for this album? Are you familiar? Dante, I worked at a record store for six years, six and a half years. Yes. Yeah, but was it a Best Buy? No, it was not. You have told a story about buying a CD at Best Buy, but it was not this CD. I, oh, another dad story. Wow. Yeah, that was Audio Vent. Uh, Dirty Sexy Nights in Paris. Callback. Um, no, so the, the Steal This Album story is 
uh, we'll steal this album. Uh, I think just a collection of like B sides. Um, from what I understand, I, I don't think it was a lot of new material. I, I think it was like I did not know that. I I think that's I think that's the case. Um, the the artwork, like I don't believe there is even a jacket. Nope, just the CD. Confirmed. Thank you, Danny. I love this. Like push a button. It's like the producer from behind the glass is like coming in to. Could you could you take that again? <clears throat> it's like the producer is talking from behind the glass to give some input. That was better. That's good. Keep going. I wish people could see this, but Danny has to like sort of like lean back in his chair and like like look down at a super sharp angle to find where the mute button is so he can hit it. And so he it, he, it adds to <laughs> the character. The screen though. is in the way. I know, I get it. But it just adds to your character of like, kind of like old, like, oh, I gotta tell this guy what you do when you're collecting. Like, yes. Did it, uh, you click in just to say yes? <laughs> I was um, laughing and I was like, oh, I need to record uh, this. And so I. <laughs> wait, have you not been recording this whole time? <laughs> My God. <laughs> yeah, this is a one sided episode. Uh, trust me, most of them have felt that way. Oh, that was too far. <laughs> too far. Too hey, far. Hey, not cool, man. Tell your fucking story about your dad. Okay. Well, speaking of speaking of pop screens, my dad and oh, I thought Danny was going to press the button again. Um, so so there's no there's no jacket in the CD. It's just like the clear jewel case. And you can see the actual disc inside, and it is white with like straight. It, it's made to look like a CDR, and so steal this album is made to look like it's written in Sharpie, like sort of diagonal, not on the lines that you're supposed to write it on. Um, and so we go to buy it, and like I think it was we're in the checkout, and it's like the first time my dad sees it, and he's like, "Well, you need to ask them about this. Like, did someone like return this? Like." I, and it wasn't a bit. It was not a bit. My dad was worried that I was buying an illegitimate product. Yes, yes. He was, uh, he was again, looking out again, for your best interest. Danny coming in with his catchphrase. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, he was. He wanted to make sure my uh, non-earned money was being put to good use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's... A part of my extended series, uh, Dante and his dad go to Best Buy. <laughs> All right, Danny, uh, what do you think about Inner Vision? This is the only one that gave me some minor new metal vibes. New metal vibes. Interesting. A little bit. A little bit. See, because to me, this is kind of the most straightforward rock song. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. He said it. He said his catchphrase. <laughs> no, I said yeah. I didn't say yes. Placid agreement. <laughs> what is new metally about it to you? This, I mean, me saying that is just kind of reaching for. I, I guess I could see a new metal band playing this part or whatever. Um, did I put a? No, my, this is my one note on this song. Was that it? kind of sort of gives me new metal vibes a little bit 
very generic new metal though not like kind of generic new metal in the way that spine shank is kind of generic new metal so th- like so not in a good way and i don't know what the good way would be but <laughs> yeah yeah i ke- yeah okay. i can't think of a good way but more generic than i don't know other bands yeah i don't know hmm. this song I, I just wish it wasn't on the playlist dante <laughs> all right well <laughs> Uh, what, uh, why'd you pick this one? Again, wanted to, wanted to give you something off another album. It's funny. I thought this was one of the safer songs mm-hmm. on the playlist. I mean, I mean, compare it, it to is, I mean, this. Co- it is safe. It's very, I mean, it doesn't really do much and not in the same way that, uh, the cocaine song doesn't do much. I mean, cause it, it does the same thing over and over. It's very stagnant. Okay. I will play my my one note, and I'll say there was there's just kind of one part of the song that is the main reason okay. I, I picked it. Um, I'm the, sure you can guess what end. it is. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just the the last three seconds of a fade out. Okay, this is at one fifteen. Okay. I really like that part. That part's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's the best part I of the song. That part. Okay, so changing your tune a little changing bit. Changing my tune a little bit. Changing my tune. The, yeah, the, the, again, it's that fast, like, I wish I had more words. I'm, I need to borrow Han's, like, spelling list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hockey's on there I, this week. Ooh. <laughs> Did you see? I got another. Yeah, why are there two two books with the same title? This is the best of. It's just excerpts from that other book. Yeah, it's just like a seven-page version of the other book. <laughs> two books with the same title. I don't know. How many fucking Star Wars movies have you seen? They have subtitles. Well, this is... this. So, do you really want me to explain this? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Like, I'm going to get all worked up about it. and then. <laughs> all right. Um, It's never too late. To reinvent the bicycle. Yep. Bump, bump, bump. I don't know the rest of the line. Because <laughs> he says it too fast. Yes. He's like, oh, what, I was, what I was getting at before was just that he has that like really cool, like, what's the guitar version of that? Um, staccato? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I, so. I, I don't know if that's a thing that is used for vocals, but kind yeah. of a staccato delivery. Um, and then again, that same thing we talked about before where it does it again, but an octave higher. Yeah. It's really, really fucking cool. I think in a like par- parallel universe, another dimension or whatever, mm-hmm. I think Surge was in a different band and maybe like probably different genre mm-hmm. and was maybe more recognized as like being a super interesting dynamic frontman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you're in a genre like System of a Down is in, it's too 
narrow. Sure, yeah. Right? Like, obviously, yeah. they, they were huge, but it's still very much, like, a taste. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying he's, oh, my God, one time a my girlfriend's friend, like, <sighs> stupidest thing I've ever heard anyone say, she said Dave Grohl is our generation's Oh my God, uh, Freddie Mercury, and I was—I know what. I I I fuck I flipped out. I was like, "What are you saying? This is the most insane, stupid thing I've ever heard in my life." And I think about it like twice a year, and I get—I still get worked up. I don't know. Like, what do you think that means? Yeah. But anyway, I'm not saying like, you know, Serge is like um a Freddie Mercury, but he is he's very interesting. He does really cool things with his voice. Yeah. He does he does things that other singers don't even think or know to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. um he, and I don't know if that yeah, go ahead. He's kind of my favorite part of these five songs. If it was a different Total, vocalist, I I don't know that I would like it as much. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. It It's the most interesting thing that happens because like we said, the guitar is cool, but it's not amazing. The drumming is is good, but not amazing. Although apparently that guy's won awards for being a really good drummer. And I mean, it's better than I could do, but. Sure. Yeah. But like the guy from Gojira or the guy from Mastodon are like way better than this guy. Well, th- that's a whole nother story about like what makes a good drummer. Good yeah. Because yeah, if you can get versus, some of those like te- those yeah, technical, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then like same thing, like okay, for guitar we're giving it to you know whatever our generations like Joe Satriani is every time if we're just going off. Sure, sure, sure. Physical uh, Dave capability. Dave <laughs> I can't wait for this to be a like an ongoing joke. Um, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't remember your last name, which is probably good, so I can't like dox you or whatever. But I don't know how many Ladras there are out there. Ladra from Sacramento. This is also the same. Have I told you about uh, my girlfriend's friend who once called me out for being like a snobby rich kid because I was from Oakley, and like she she knew nothing about Oakley, California, but. <laughs> She was like, she said something shitty, like, like, well, of course you think that, or of, of course that that's okay for you because you're from Oakley. And I was like, what? Like, you say these things with such authority and have no idea what you're saying. Anyway, same girl, Ladra, if you're out there, I hope you regret saying that Dave Girl was our generation's Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to get so political on this spot, but... <laughs> Any last thoughts on Intervision? Dave Grohl is so much better. <laughs> he is. Uh, he Dave Grohl makes Freddie Mercury look like a cross between Adele and Robert Plant and Aretha Franklin. That's how bad I think he makes Freddie Mercury look. What? Oh, God. So now that I reminded you of that cool-ass breakdown bridge part, mm-hmm. does that change... Your overall assessment of Intervision? Um, I did forget about that part of the song. That that part is really good. I, I think it's maybe just the verses that it's... Mm-hmm. What are the verses on this? 
I could play it, but I'd rather just do this. <laughs> yeah. It's an okay song that but that reinventable reinventable. Reinvent the bicycle that is, part. That's how he sings it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whenever he sings fast like that, it always makes me think of um, the band Bear vs. Shark, which I'm assuming you've never heard, and they're already on the list of bands that I'm going to give you one of these days. Okay. Because uh, they're really good. And I Have you heard the mesh? Their drummer was in, their second drummer was in... Mud Jail. Bane? Really? I think. Speaking of Dig... That's a Mudvayne song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Believe they won. Did they win a Grammy for that? I remember when they won something and they they were in their full ridiculous makeup and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Bear vs. Shark must be a very different band than what I imagine. Or the drummer from Mudvayne is in a much different band than he was used to. A little bit of both, they, maybe? Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay, real quick. Okay. If Danny's chair had wheels, he'd be slowly rowing away. <laughs> um, I kind of think that song kicks ass. I think the verses are kind of stupid of the time. Yeah. But um, was, the drums and bass on that song are. Was that Mudvayne? Really, that was Mudvayne's dig. Uh, that should have come up on the new metal episode that may or may not be out yet. Have we released that yet? I don't know. When did we put that out? Uh. Possibly last week, possibly in two months. Okay. Okay. So anyway, we decided we love Mudvayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to give me Bear versus Shark. Yep. I got a playlist of eight songs ready to go. And we are ready for our final song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is... May... <laughs> well, the... You sort of hinted that maybe this was your favorite song. This one is up there. Wow. All right. Uh, You go ahead and enjoy this one, man. Spiders!
like it's like you were hypnotized by a therapist and they were like, all right, now tell me your greatest fear. Spiders! <laughs> oh wow, that came out easy. Um my 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 first bullet point. This always happens, man. My first bullet point. A potential regret on both the playlist and in the closing spot. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I don't care that you only listed two things. You're triple wrong. <laughs> Tell me why, Danny. This Tell song is good. The intro of the song is very good. Very cool. Made me think of a Boy Sets Fire song, which I went and listened to the Boy Sets Fire song, and I was like, eh, that's not really the same, but spiritually maybe they're in the same place. I watched a video of them playing this on Conan, I believe. It was very cool. Mm. Um, I watched that Sacramento show you you sent me. Oh, did you? What did. Which one? I, did I send you two or just... Did I send you Press Club or Cattle Club? No further questions. <laughs> okay, cool. I watched uh, a bit of the, them playing Spiders, I think. It was very cool. So this is the Boy Sets Fire song. So it reminded me of that Boy Sets Fire song a bit. It doesn't sound the same, but it's in the same wheelhouse or fucking whatever. Oh, yes. I forgot we were yeah, talking about the intro. When half hour ago. The incident <laughs> happened. The incident. Um, the From what I can remember from the Boy Sets Fire intro, yeah, I, I definitely can tell the similarities. Similarities? Similarities? <laughs> The fuck is wrong with me? See, I, you have one similarity. You have one conversation with Han, and then you're just like, I don't remember the words. Mm-hmm. Though, mm-hmm. and the boy sets fire one, and maybe I'm biased, but I think the system of a down intro is better. Uh, and the boy sets fire one, it's like he gets like the third note, and it looks like for the first time he looked at the fretboard and was like, oh, and there's this one. Oh, and there's this one. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like just a, Wait a, a constant. Constant discovery while recording. That intro kind of reminds me of like sort of like tool style. Yeah. Yeah. Guitar. And I was kind of worried that it was going to be like two tool or two of the time mm-hmm. for you to be hearing it for the first time now. But I'm glad that's not the case. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely hear the, the tool influence or whatever or similar similarities. Um, <laughs> Yeah, not so easy, eh? Yep, yep. Emma Stone. Yeah, I'll just leave it. Okay, okay. It works. Um, I actually, I want to, this is, like, it's going to seem like I'm playing a lot, but there's there's something, uh, there's a point I want to make or just something I want to point out here. So, 39 seconds. my Okay, so 
that was, well, that was almost 30 seconds I played, which is too long. But what I really, really like about that is, so he says the dreams are winding line, Mm -hmm. and then there's that musical break, and it sounds like they're about to go into a verse, because it's like, you know, 10, 12 seconds of just music, and it sounds like they're about to get into the verse. And then it goes back into the before, and it's like, I don't know what that that devices or what that if that's called anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm just expecting them to start going into the the verse singing, and but no, it's just like this extended musical break, and he like kind of completes his thought on the other side of it, yeah, and, and he's yeah. singing very cool in that part. Yeah, I I really like that part of. I mean, I like this whole song, but I I like that part of the song. So um, parts of that s- slower part remind me of some Zayo stuff, which always good. Always good to remind me of Zayo because they're so good. I'll keep that in mind. So good. That was basically the part I was going to play. The next part I was going to talk about around 205 is the octave solo. <laughs> I have that part down as well. That is is good. Ooh. It sounds like it's played on the worst amp they could have picked. Was this was this practice? I think amp? so. I think so. Sonic cake. That sounded like Sonic cake. <laughs> Maybe I would like that a lot better if it was like produced or recorded better or whatever. I think that's a pretty lackluster. It really solo. is. And I I watched a video of them playing that song live semi recently. It was a good quality video, but. Boy, did he fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) How? You know, like, did he he get to those higher notes? It's it's hard to get up Uh, there, I guess. I love, I love octave chords. Me too. But they have to be, you have to play them like the way Serge sings the never too late to reinvent the bicycle part. Like if you play them fast and move it around, it sounds really cool. But if you just hold an octave chord, <laughs> just strumming it, it's like, oh, that's that's rough, man. Yeah. Um, that would be okay for me to do in <laughs> 1998 or whatever. Sure. Fucking, I mean, everyone knows he's one of the top 10 metal guitarists it's of true. all true. time. I mean, so <laughs> as posted by, you know, whatever user in the mxtabs.net, <laughs> you know, forum. I didn't want to come up with a potentially offensive username. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I was going to mention that too, just because I, I do really think that's the low point of the song. Yeah. The The only thing this song is missing, because it's so kind of like dramatic and moody, I really wish it got like super heavy at any point. It would be cool to yeah. get like a really like, I don't know, I just want it to turn into like, a Russian circle song at some point or something just like really heavy and slow. 
They, I mean, they kind of come up to, it's almost like a false summit. Mm -hmm. I have one last okay. note um, queued up here. That is kind of the maybe if there is a crescendo to mm -hmm. the song, yeah. I think that's where it is. Um, coming out of that, just awesome, just shredding solo. Um, the before you know, and he's <laughs> like, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the the vocal like wavering he does mm -hmm. on no, and then when he gives before just a little bit of gusto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, man, it's. It. Yeah, just, you know, he just puts mustard on that word like Lhasa puts peanut butter on a couch. <laughs> just liberally. Oh. I It's one of those things where it's like, ooh, I could have used even more of that, but I'm glad we got mm -hmm. what we got. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, and then it gets soft again. And um, it's, it's kind of like, Danny, Danny, it's not what I meant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Deer Dance, where it, like, that song's very, very pretty at places. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really like that it's uh, not in, like, I guess the usual sense that you would say this about music, but it's kind of one of their more, like, soulful songs. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I totally, you know, totally agree. All right, Danny, let's go ahead and give us your okay, final thoughts. Got, and Giannis. I've got some final thoughts written down here. Well, I guess I kind of already talked about all this stuff. Um, all right. Fuck my notes. I'm going off the cuff. Oh, shit. I liked this playlist way more than I was expecting to like it. Uh, once again, Dante, I have given you multiple bands that you have ended up not liking to hating. <laughs> where you you have given me multiple bands where I went from thinking I hated them to thinking... They're either pretty good or really good. Third Eye Blind, Funeral for a Friend, this band, possibly others. I can't remember what else we've talked about. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't expecting to, to have bands like Dead Kennedys or Rare vs. Shark or Jesus Lizard or any of these bands like kind of pop come into my head my head while listening to the to System of a Down, listening to a quote unquote new metal band that isn't new metal at all. So I think they're pretty great. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I listened to some of their albums, see what they are as a whole, um, not whole the band, a whole W H O L E. Um, Speaking of makeup though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Whatever. <laughs> God, I haven't even thought about a rating. I'll go <laughs> four point rice cake fart. 
Oh, that's canon. Yep, we can now yep. add food and bodily functions into the rating system. Mm. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to go with the nice 4.0. 4.0. Wow. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. I, I imagine I'm going to listen to the albums and be a little less into it. Maybe. I, th- I think that's probably fair. Yeah. I think... I think a really good I think you could get a really good like 10 12 song playlist yeah, from System of a yeah. Down. I think listening to any one album is a, it's going to be a little more hit and miss of course. I mean I guess that goes kind of with every band. It's yeah, this album isn't as good as their greatest hits. Yeah, like yeah. go figure. Um <clears throat> fuck. But what? 3.8. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I like anything over a two point five. I would have been like, "Wow, okay, yeah, yeah." Um, what you said earlier about you know, I give you these bands that you you know have preconceived notions on that you're cringing when I say I'm going to give mm-hmm. them to you, and then you end up liking them, and you give me these bands and I poo poo them. <laughs> I think all that says is like you turn you turn a closed mind into an open mind. Um, and I just remain closed. <laughs> so I think I think it says more about you, like it's an it's a compliment to you, um, rather than the idea that I think you're getting out of like you giving me like bad bands, which I don't think is the case. I just I don't know. Maybe um, you, point the the takeaway here is you can't judge a new metal band by the Jinkos. Ah. Uh. You said it best. Yep. Yep. Um, played out better when it was in my head than an hour ago. <laughs> All right, Danny. Yo. So. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Oh, channeled that just reminded Pinfield for a second. There. I was going to say that that just reminded me we got through that whole episode without Matt Pinfield. I know. Don, let's let me because I know you got all the time in the world. Oh yes. Uh, yes. Matt Pinfield. There he is with. At least one of the system boys. That's Maddie in the middle. Yeah. And then Matt Pinfield, Twitter, System of a Down, Aerials from the album Toxicity, my old friend Serge Tankian, who was born on this day in 1967. Hmm. Is this the real Matt Pinfield? I guess so. He has 25,000 followers. Not verified. Matt, why aren't you verified? Um can't think of a good reason why he wouldn't be verified. Ah, well, yeah. You make one up, and that's how this works. <laughs> I'm just, I'm out of steam here. Um, the 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 song about the cocaine, that's about me, because I did so much blow when I was on 120 Minutes, and I still do, apparently, because listen to me talk. I'm, 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 so much so much happening. Have you not, like, requested to have a verified Twitter? It, it just seems like someone of What's your What's Twitter? I don't know what Twitter is. Is that something Kurt Loader does? You know, I I don't know to be honest. I, I I could see Kurt Loder not having a Twitter. Maybe it's not. Nope, he has a Twitter and he is verified. So why aren't you verified like Kurt Loder? I'm, Kurt probably doesn't let me be verified. He runs Twitter. I don't. I don't fucking know, man. I don't. I don't think Kurt Turn runs Twitter. To I mean, Beavis, all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, I'm glad Matt. This was is my worst Matt Pinfield <clears throat> impersonation. I'm very sorry, everyone. Formal apologies, all around. We're going to do a special Matt Pinfield episode. So, um, All right, Danny. Yo. 
<laughs> Wait, he's back. <laughs> um, all right. Danny? Mm-hmm. Next time, in two weeks' time, a yes. half fortnight. Mm-hmm. A double... Uh, whammy? A double whammy. Entendre. When, when we meet two whammies from Nye... <laughs> I will be giving you a band who has had a partial playlist on Spotify for at least four or five months now. And I think it's finally time I break them out. Yeah. I'm giving you Secret Machines. Okay. He looks puzzled. um, Okay. I I don't know anything about them except... They have a green album cover with a bunch of raindrops on it or something? I would say there was probably about 10 silver drops on there. Okay, okay. Hmm. All right, sweet. Did you know, like, I listened to them? Nope. No clue. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, Can't wait till next time when when, uh, we talk about the band that Dante gave me. Next week, we're talking about Jeff Rosenstock. Everybody say bye. Bye. Bye, Dante. Bye. Bye, Lhasa. Bye, Han. Bye, listeners. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Check it out. Hey, I just learned the sick system of downriff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's one note. Close the door, please. Anyway, I think you're. I think you're right. I think it is just two chords. Yeah. But the intro is a different chord, so. Ooh, ooh. What a guitar genius. What? <laughs> Surge really is the Muppet of New Metal. <laughs> he really is. <laughs>